Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Kiddushin daf Lamed Ches. We left off on daf Lamed Zayinam Beis, four lines from the end of the page at Bishlama, last word on the line. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, in honor of his wife and children, and Lili Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Leah Shalom, and it is also sponsored by the Virtual Halacha Program, a program under the auspices of Rav Nevin Salshlita, geared toward working professionals to learn halacha at a high level with a smicha option. Visit vhalacha.com for more information about the newsman. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So what we're going to discuss today is the following. First, we're going to talk about a machlokas as to why it is that B'nai Yisrael, according to the Pasuk, only started eating the new grain on the second day of Pesach in the year that they entered Eretz Yisrael. Why weren't they eating the new grain prior to that? So we're going to have two opinions. Then we're going to discuss how we know that Moshe Rabbeinu died on Zayin Adar and how we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was born on Zayin Adar. The Gemara is also going to t- talk about the uh, the Isser of Chadash and the Isser of Arla and the Isser of, K- of Kilea Kerem and where do these Isserim apply and on what level they apply. Are they Daraisa? Are they Alech Lamoshim Sinai? Are they Darabanan? When they're in Chutz Laretz and potential uh, Nafgaminas between them. So that's going to be the majority of the uh, of the discussion. The Gemara is going to talk about uh, the Isser of Chadash in particular. There's going to be a lot of emphasis in today's daf about the Isser of Chadash. So let's begin with Bishlama, four lines from the bottom of the page, on daf, Lamed Zayinam Beis. So we're going back to the Machlokas, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, when the Torah uses the word Moshev, what does that mean? Does that mean, that wherever you may be, even in Chutz Laaretz, and it's Bechol Moshev Oseichem, it's wherever Jew, wherever people are, or does Moshe mean La'achar Yerushav Yeshiva, that the mitzvah only becomes operative once we already enter Yitzchah, La'achar Yerushav Yeshiva. So says Gmar, I understand very well if the word Moshev generally means that it's a mitzvah that's knowing everywhere, and that's the sheet of Rabbi Akiva that we had in Dav Laman Zayin that was quoted in the Brisa. So the Isra Chadash, where it says Moshe the Torah does not mean to tell me uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, that, that, uh, that the Isra is only knowing it means that it's it means wherever you are there is an Isra of Chadash well then that makes sense I understand the Pasuk in Sefer Yoshua that says that when the Bnei Yisrael entered Eretz Yisrael they uh, ate from the Tavua Chadasha that grew uh, in Eretz Yisrael only only on the second day of Pesach. Mimachras HaPesach means uh, the day after the first day of Pesach. On Tes Zayin Nisan. So I understand very well. Mimachras HaPesach Achul. That on Tes Zayin Nisan they started eating the Tavua Chadasha. Meikar, lo Achul. But prior to that they weren't eating from it. So even though Bnei Yisrael entered Eretz Yisrael on Yud Nisan, which is almost a week earlier, they only ate the Tavua Chadasha uh, that grew in Eretz Yisrael on the second day of Pesach. Alma, the, uh, the, the, the reason for that is because Ikrav Omer v'hadarachul, that they, they had to bring the carbon Omer, which allowed the Chadash to be eaten, and then they ate the Chadash, but they weren't allowed to eat the, the uh, Tavua on Yom Tov because it was Asu with the Nisr Chadash that began as soon as they entered Eretz Yisrael. But if you say that uh, the word Moshev always means Lachar Yerushav Yeshiva, that would mean that the Yisra of Chadash only began Li'achar Yerushav 
Yerusha v'yeshiva, and not right away as soon as they entered Eretz Yisrael. So the altar. So if there's no Yisur Chadash, as soon as they walked into Eretz Yisrael, they should have eaten the Tavua Chadash right away. There's no Yisur Chadash uh, in place. So why did they wait till the second day of Pesach? So answers the Gemara, the reason they didn't eat the new grain until uh, the, the second day of Yom Tov is Lava Tzrichi. Not because it was forbidden for them to eat it. No, the Yisur didn't apply yet. It's simply that they didn't need to eat from it because they still had man that had fallen in the midbar and so long as they didn't finish up their man they weren't interested in eating grain they had heavenly food and it's only after the man finished that's when they began eating the tavuas ha'aretz that's what the Tulsus points out in Masech Rosh Hashanah that the Pasuk over here is being mishabeach the man that calls man that they still had man they weren't interested in eating even the wonderful grain of Eretz Yisrael the Medrash gives a mushal if you have a child that uh, that, that, that has pas uh, chitim, he's not going to eat pas saorim. He's going to eat up the good stuff first. He's not going to eat the uh, the lesser quality stuff. So, so to Klali Sol, calls man that they had man, they, they preferred the man over anything else. The, uh, so the, the Tosos over here raises an important point. From the Gemara, it sounds that they didn't eat the Tvur Chadasha until Tesai and Nisan at all. And, but in between, when they entered Eretzral and Tesai and Nisan, they had the first night of Pesach. First night of Pesach, you have a mitzvah to eat matzah, and matzah has to be made from grain, not from man. It has to be made from grain. So w- w- the implication is that they didn't eat matzah that year on the night of the Seder, because they couldn't eat from the Tvur so Tosus writes that in the Talmud Yerushalmi in Masechus Chala, they raise the question, why didn't they eat matzah on the first night? The chiv of Achilles matzah, you can't fulfill it with man, because the man is not dagan. So Mimela, the mitzvah of matzah, which is mitzvah sasei, should be docha, the isra of chadash, which is alo sasei, meaning even if you assume that Moshe means bechol Moshe and therefore the isra of chadash was no egg as soon as they walked into Eretz Yisrael, still, even with an isra of chadash, they should have eaten matzah because the assay of matzah should have been doche the isra of chadash. So Tosos gives a couple of answers. Number one, Tosos says that an assay kodem matan Torah is not doche los assay shela achar matan Torah, and the mitzvah of matzah was already in place kodem matan Torah. So even though assay is doche los assay, that's not true when the assay was given prior to the los assay. I Meaning the assumption of the dechia is that since Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave them both at the same time, so at the time that he gave those mitzvahs, there was an understanding that there's that when there's a conflict, there's a way to resolve that conflict. And the way to resolve it is that I say, but if the mitzvah saseh came earlier, so uh, the mitzvah saseh is not given the koach to upend a lo saseh that's only going to come later. Another tarot that also suggests is that they didn't eat even a kazai, even that kazayis rishon that would have been a chiyuv of a chiyuz matzah, gzeiro atu kazayisheni. Because how are you going to be mitzamtzeim exactly a kazayis? There is a machlokas even how to measure a kazayis. Right, so people might eat more than a kazayis, and the kazayis sheni, there's no mitzvah, then it's just some good be an iser. So there were goes there not to eat the kazayis rishon to the Kazai Sheni that they might come to eat. But bottom line is, the Gemara wanted to know, why does the Pasuk and Yeshua tell us that they didn't eat from the new grain uh, until Tezai and Nisan? So if you assume that the Yisra Chadash applied as soon as they walked into Yisrael, that's why they didn't, because the Yisra Chadash applied. And if you assume that the Yisra Chadash didn't apply until La'achar Yerusha Veshiva, they simply didn't eat from the new grain because they didn't need to eat from the new grain. But wait, what about matzah? <laughs> if you assume like the second opinion, that they just didn't need to eat from the new grain, but it was totally 
totally mutter. So then, why didn't they eat matzah? Meaning, the whole idea of uh, that we don't say a seder cholosa, say we call the matan torah, that assumes that there was an iser. But if there was no iser, they just uh, stam were enjoying the man. So then, what about matzah? So the ritva points out that according to that sheet, that it was really mutter for them to eat from the new grain. They just preferred eating the man. So then they obviously did eat the kazayis matzah. It's just uh, they stopped eating right after that. They had a kazayis matzah, and that was it. So that's what the pasuk Yeshua means. That the, that wasn't their main food. The main food that they had until Tazayin Nisan was still the man. So now the Gemara, the Gemara proves that Kal Yisrael, at the time that they uh, that they uh, entered Eretz Yisrael, they still had man in their kalim. This the pasuk says, "Uvnei Yisrael ochles haman arboim shana ad boam el Eretz Nosheves es haman ochlu ad boam el ktsei Eretz Kenan." Eretz Nosheves means Eretz Yisrael. Ktsei Eretz Kenan means Eivar Yardin. So which is it? When did they eat the man until? Till they got to Eivar Yardin? Until they got to the mainland? So Eif Shalomar Ad Boam El Eretz Nosheves. It can't mean literally till they got into Eretz Yisrael, the mainland of Eretz Yisrael. Shekvar Nemar El Ktsei Eretz Kenan. Because the Pesach also says El Ktsei Eretz Kenan, which sounds like uh, even when they got to just Eivar Yardin. Eif Shalomar El Ktsei Eretz Kenan. It can't mean only when they got to Eivar Yardin. Shekvar Nemar Ad Boam El Eretz Nosheves. Because it says when they got to Eretz Nosheves. Okay, so how do we reconcile it? B'shiva ba'adar meis Moshe. On the seventh day of Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu died. Pasuk man milerit. And when Moshe Rabbeinu died, the man stopped falling. And they had enough man in their kalim to last them until the 16th day of Nisan. So the Pasuk says that, uh, that when, Yisrael, when it says that the Bnei Yisrael ate the man until they came the uh, Eivar Ayardin, it means the man fell until they came to Eivar Ayardin. And when it says that they continued to eat the man until they came into Eretz Yisrael, it means they were mistapik b'man shabaklayim until they came into the mainland of Eretz Yisrael. So when they, were, when they entered Eretz Yisrael, they still had man in their kalim. And mainly you could say that that's the reason that they didn't eat the Tavuah Chadasha until Tezayin Nisan, like the second opinion we quoted before, that it was mutter for them to eat the Tavuah Chadasha, but they chose not to eat it until they finished up all the man. Another b'risa talks about uh, the uh, Yerida Saman, Tanya Idach, we have another b'risa that tells us, the Pasuk in Chumash says, So the b'risa says, is that true? They ate man for 40 years? It really should be 40 years minus one month, because the man began to fall in the first uh, first year that they left Mitzrayim on Tezayin Iyar, a month later, and they ate it until Tezayin Nisan, when they went in the year that they went into Eretz Yisrael, so there's a month of a gap, El Lomelech is coming to teach me that Ugo Tamman that in a certain sense they were eating man in the first month that they left Mitzrayim, because whatever uh, breads they brought out of Mitzrayim tasted like man, so even though they weren't actually eating man until a month after leaving Mitzrayim, because the hadn't fallen until the month after the death of Mitzrayim, what they were eating was like man in that it tasted like man. And what does man ta- taste like? So it's a pasuk in the Torah. A lot of people don't realize this. They only know the Maimur Chazal. They know. Pasuk in the Torah says, V'ta'amo kitzapichis bidvash. That it tastes like honey. It tasted uh, so, so the, uh, the, like something fried in honey. Like bread that's fried in honey. So that's what man tasted like. So there is a famous Gemara in Yuma, Dafayin Hay, that says, whatever time you were mevakesh, that it should 
tastes like. That's what it actually tasted like. And the Gemara says that uh, everyone was mavakish something else. Tinokos, who like honey, they tasted like honey because they like very sweet things. People who are a little bit older like it to taste like lechem. Other people who are a little older like it to taste like shem. Whatever it is, whatever your preference is based on your age, people who are older don't like such things that are so, so sweet. So it tasted like uh, what, what the kinds of things that they like. Ben Yoyada writes that the reason Akash Baruch did this is he was trying to accustom Klal Yisrael. It would have been too much, too jarring to go straight from uh, Lechem Gashmi straight to Man uh, without anything in between. So it was sort of like a bridge. Get them used to the taste of heavenly food within earthly food. And then that will accustom them to be able to actually have the heavenly food, to be able to actually have the Man. So now the Gemara said Moshe Rabbeinu died on Shiva Ba'adar. So now says the Gemara, let's elaborate on that. Tiny Idach, B'Shiva Ba'adar Meis Moshe, B'Shiva Ba'adar Nolad. Moshe Rabbeinu not only died in Shiva Ba'adar, he was born in Shiva Ba'adar as well. Minayin Shiva Shiva Ba'adar Meis. How do I know he died on the seventh day of Adar? Shanemar, because the Pasuk says, Vayamosha Moshe Ever Hashem, that Moshe Rabbeinu died uh, in Eretz Moav. And the Pasuk says, right uh, a few Pesukim uh, later, Vayivku B'nei Yisrael Moshe Ba'arvos Moav Shloshim Yom. That they cried for 30 days. The Yimei Bechi for Moshe Rabbeinu was 30 days. Uksiv, and the Pasuk and Sefer Yoshua says, Vayihi Achrei Mos Moshe Ever Hashem. The Sefer Yoshua starts that this story of Yoshua is after Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu dies, and Hashem tells Yoshua bin Nun his instructions. Uksiv, Moshe Avdi Meis, Kum Avor. So uh, Hashem tells Yoshua, Moshe died, now I want you to go pass over the Yardin to the land that I'm going to give to uh, Bnei Yisrael. So that Sivoy was given to Yoshua only after the 30 days of Yemei Bechi of the Evel of Moshe Rabbeinu. Because the Shechin is not Shoramitoch Atzvah, Tosas points out. So it had to be that if Hashem is instructing Yoshua that there's no Atzvah anymore, that there's no sadness anymore, because the Yemei Bechi of Moshe are over. The 30 days are over. Uksiv. And it says that on that day, Yoshua prepared the people to cross over the Yardin, and he instructed them. In another three days, you're going to pass over the Yardin. And when did they go through the Yardin? On the 10th day of Nisan. So if Moshe Rabbeinu dies, then they have 30 days of Bechi, and then Yeshua instructs them, three more days we're going to pass the Yardin, and those three days are up on Yud Nisan. So you backtrack it. When did Moshe Rabbeinu die? Same Count back 33 days from Yud Nisan when they crossed the Yardin. So you see that on the seventh day of Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu died. How do I know Moshe Rabbeinu was also born on Shiva Badar? Because when it says that Moshe Rabbeinu died, the Pasuk says, That Moshe Rabbeinu says, I am 120 years. So all these Pesukim from the partials we're reading this time of year. Shein tam lomra yom. It doesn't have to say hayom. That uh, meaning uh, you could, could have just said ben mei ve'esrim shana anochi. Umatam lomra yom. Why does it have to say hayom? Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that melamit that that I, I I turn 120 today. Meaning it's actually my birthday. Then melamit shakrosh baruchu yoshev memalish nosem shal tzadikim miyom liyom michodesh lechodesh. Then you see that a kodesh baruchu fills the years of tzadikim, all the days and all the months. Shenemar es mispar yamecha amalech. 
Chaznish writes in Rechaim Simkut Membeis, not always. That, uh, don't, don't be choshev. If someone doesn't buy, die on their birthday, that they must not have been a tzaddik. Uh, that's sometimes does. There's but many, many tzaddikim died not on their birthday. So uh, at the Hespid, we shouldn't get up and say, we thought he was a tzaddik. But, uh, you know, as it turns out, you know, no, it's okay. There's sometimes there are tzaddikim that, uh, that, that don't die on their birthday also. Okay, so now the, Mish- the Mishnah said that Orla and Chaim are knowing both Ba'aretz and B'chutzaretz, and by Chadash there's a machloka. So the Gemara brings a b'risa that talks about those dinim of Orla, Klayim, and Chadash. Tanya, Reb Shum ben Yochai Omer, Sholosh Mitzvah Sesavi Yisrael B'Knisas and Lo'aretz, Noah goes Ben Bar's Ben B'chutzaretz. There are three mitzvahs that didn't apply until we actually entered Eretz Yisrael, but nevertheless they're knowing both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutz Lo'aretz. Uh, and that is Chadash, Orla, and Klayim. V'hu Adin Sheyinagu, and Mitzal Adin, it makes sense that they should be knowing both in Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Laaretz, because uh, we can learn Orla and Klayim from a Kavachomer from Chadash. That Uma Chadash, if Chadash, which is a less severe Isser in three ways, She'eni Suro Isser Olam, the Tavua that becomes Asr with the Chadash does not remain Asr forever on Tezayin Benisan, uh, it's only Asr until Tezayin Benisan, after that the Chadash becomes Mutter, right? The Pasuk says Lo Sochlu Ad but then the Chadash becomes Mutter, so then you're allowed to eat it. So you see that it's not so severe in the sense that the Isra goes away after some point. And the Isra of Chadash is Nisra Achila, but it is not an Isra So in that sense, it's also not such a severe Isra. And even Betoch, the Zman Isra, there's a way to be Matir the Isra. Namely, the way Rashi understands that you're Makr of the Korban Omer on Tezayin Nisan. So if you're Makr of the Korban Omer on Tezayin Nisan, you could be Matir the Isra a little bit early. Normally, you have to wait till Tezayin Nisan when you don't have a Korban Omer, you have to wait till Tezayin Nisan is over. And only once Tezayin Nisan is over, does the Chadash become Mutter. So you could, you could be you could be Makr of the Korban Omer on Tezayin Nisan and end the Isr a few hours early. That That's how Rashi understands. Rashi seems to be assuming, Tosas points out, like that there are two opinions in the Gemara Menachos on a Daraisa level, when does Chadash actually become Mutter? On a Daraisa level, is it when Tezai Nisan is over, or is it when Tezai Nisan begins? Meaning, certainly, when you have a Karban Omer, it's Mishuhukra Omer. But when you don't have a Karban Omer, do we say, okay, so that morning, as soon as the Karban Omer could have been brought, you know, then uh, the Chadash will be Mutter, or do you have to wait till the end of the day? Rashi's interpretation seems to be assuming, like the Shita that Midaraisa, you would have had to wait till the end of the day, and therefore we're saying, oh, but if you bring Carbon Omer, you could be matured even betoch, betoch the zman. However, the, according to the other opinion, it doesn't work, right? According to the other opinion, that really when you don't have a carbon Omer, it's mutter misheheir uh, ayom as soon as the day begins. So, uh, so Tosas has other interpretations of, uh, of what it means that yesh heter li isuro. Rabbeinu Chananel says that it means even the tevua that was niktsar before the hakravas Omer and therefore was aser has a heter laachar tazay nisan. Now you weren't supposed to be kotzer, but if you harvested the grain, it still becomes mutter uh, at that point. So that's what it means that Yesh had to lease through Tosos quotes from, uh, from uh, Rabbeinu Yom Tov, um, that there's a hetli surah means that it's mutter ta, the, 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 that uh, it's mutter ta'asri, meaning it's mutter for a person to plant the tavua before the hakravasa omer, even though it's going to become asr in, in between with an isr chadash. Uh, and he quotes other Rishonim that say yesh hetli surah means ali de beizdin, that if uh, beizdin uh, it was uh, uh, it, it was it could, could be makdim by, by uh, 
uh, by by uh, by taking away a day away from Chodesh Adar and therefore being maktim the uh, the heter. So okay, whatever inter- different interpretations that Tosa says could fit even with the other shita as far as when Chodesh becomes uh, becomes mutter. So no, and yet even even though it has all these kulas, knowing bein baris bein chutzlaretz, the issue of Chodesh still applies even in chutzlaretz, and therefore kalvachomer that klayim sheisurin israelim klayim which doesn't have these kulas. Klayim is also forever. There's doesn't there is no date that your klayim will become mutter. Visur and Israna and Klayim is also not only Bachila, but it's also Bana as well. The Ain had to Surah and once the Isra is Khal on Klayim, it never goes away. So all the more so Klayim should apply, should have the Khumr that it applies, even in Khutzlaritz, Vuadin La Arla Bishtayim. And uh, the Isra of Arla and Khutzlaritz could be derived from a Kalvachomer from the Isra of Khadash, because the Isra of Arla is uh, only even though the Isra of Arla is is only chamer, more Khamr than the Isra of Khadash in two out of these three ways. Meaning because the Isra of Arla is an Isr Hana'a and it has no heter within the first three years, but it's not Isuru Isarolam, because after three years the Yisravarla goes away. Yisravarla is only the first three years that the fruit is, uh, is that the tree is planted. So bottom line is, Chadash, which has all three of these kulas, still applies even in Chutzlaretz. So Orla and Klayim, which don't have all three of these kulas, Klayim is Chamer on three of these levels, on all three levels, Orla on two of these levels, all the more so should apply even in Chutzlaretz. So the Gemara brings a shita that disagrees with Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon Omer. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon, who as you may have guessed, is the son of Rabbi Shimon ben so the the Rabbi Shimon is uh, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi He disagrees with the father, and he says, "Called mitzvah and stav Yisrael, kodem knisasan laaretz." Any mitzvah that Klali Yisrael was commanded in before we entered into Eretz Yisrael, no hagas bein baritz bein b'chutz laaretz applies in chutz laaretz as well. Laachar knisasan laaretz, but any mitzvah. That was only uh, that only applied once we entered Eretz Yisrael. Ena noheges ela ba'aretz only applies in Eretz Yisrael. Chutz min hashmatas ksafim v'shiluach avadim, except for shmitas ksafim and shiluach avadim, freeing the slaves at the Yovel year. Sha'af alpishen stavolim la'achar knisasim la'aretz. Even though those mitzvahs applied only after we entered Eretz Yisrael, noheges bein baritz bein chutzlaritz. Hashmatas ksafim and shiluach avadim applies even in chutzlaritz. But according to Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon, the of Chadash is not knowing in Chutz Laaretz because that's a mitzvah that we only had once we entered Eretz Yisrael and any mitzvah that we only have when we enter Eretz Yisrael does not apply in Chutz Laaretz and the, is, the Surim of Orla and Klayim um, uh, are, are uh, not Minatora in Chutz Laaretz because they also were only when we entered into Eretz Yisrael so uh, the Yisra of Orla and Klayim in Chutz Laaretz must be Midrabanan or uh, something else or Halach Moshe Misinai but from a uh, strict uh, Pasuk Perspective, it would not be usher. So it turns out that he's arguing on Rabbi Shimon Barichai, on his father, who said that the Yisurim of Chadash, Arla, and Klaim are Minatora even in Chutzlaret. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon says, no, they're not. That because uh, they, those are mitzvahs that only applied once we entered Eretz Yisrael, so they are not Minatora in Chutzlaret. So the Gemara asks of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, that you tell me that Shemitas Ksafim is only once we entered Eretz Yisrael. Why does that make sense? Hashmatas Ksafim Chovas Haguf. Hashmatas Ksafim is a Chiv Haguf. So it's not a 
mitzvah to leave Baritz at all. So how do I know that we didn't have the mitzvah of Hashemotz Ksafim until we entered Eretz Yisrael? So the mitzvah lechidetanya. The din is based on the following, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon's certainty that it only applied when we entered Eretz Yisrael is based on the following b'risa, that where we're going to learn that even though Hashemotz Ksafim is a chavas aguf and it's not a mitzvah to leave Baritz, it only began when we entered into Eretz Yisrael. Ditanya, the b'risa tells us, Rabbi Omer, the Torah tells us about Shemitah's Ksafim, Vizeh Dvar Hashemitah, Shamot, etc. So it's a double expression over here. Hashmita Shamot. So what do we do with that? The Pasuk is teaching me that there are two types of Shemitah. There's the seventh year on the Shemitah cycle where you have to not work the land. It's Shemitah's Karka. And then there's the forgiveness of all debts in the Shemitah year. So in a time that you're Meshamit Karka, where the Malachos of the Karka are not permitted in the seventh year, you're chayiv in the midst of Shemitah's Ksafim as well. But when there's no chayiv of Shemitah's Karka, meaning when Klal Yisrael was still in the Midbar and we had not yet arrived in Eretz Yisrael, then we don't have a din of Shemitah's Ksafim yet. So that's where Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon gets it, that we didn't have a midst of Shemitah's Ksafim until we entered Eretz Yisrael. But once it started, it applies everywhere. It applies in Chutz Aretz as well. So says Mar, how do you know that that's the link between Shemitah's Karka and Shemitah's Ksafim? That they both had the same Start date. The Ema, maybe we should make the link as follows. Only in the place where there's a din of Shemitah's Karka, namely Eretz Yisrael. Maybe Shemitah's Ksafim only applies in Eretz Yisrael, which is not where Rabbi Lazar said. And maybe in Chutzlars, where there's no Shemitah's Karka, there's no Shemitah's Ksafim either. So No, that's why the Torah says, by Shemitah's Ksafim, so that tells me that it's Mikal Makom, that, that it's even in Chutzlar, so we're knowing Shemitah's Ksafim. And now, when it comes to the, that's as far as Shemitah's Ksafim, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon said there was another mitzvah that also only began once we entered Eretz Yisrael, but applies even in Chutzlar, and that was Shiluach Havadim. So it says, Shiluach Havadim, Chavos Agufi. Who told you that Shiluach Havadim only began when we entered Eretz Yisrael? It's a Chavos Aguf, it's got nothing to do with agriculture. So why would Shiluach Havadim only begin when we entered Eretz so the answer to Gemara, had Rav Lazar Rav not told us that the mitzvah of Shiluach Avadim applies in Chutzlars, I would have thought that even though it's a Chavos Aguf, it only applies in Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because Salkatay Techamina, Hol Vixiv, since it says by Shiluach Avadim, Ukrasim Dror Ba'aretz, you should declare liberty in the land, Ba'aretzin, B'chutzlars low. So I would think that that only applies in Eretz Yisrael, but not in Chutzlars. Tamalomer, that's why the Pasuk says, Yovel He. Those are extra words in the Pasuk, because it says afterwards, Yovel so the Torah is telling me that this mitzvah is knowing mikol makom that it applies everywhere even in chutzlaret. Okay, if it applies everywhere, imkein matam lomer ba'aretz. Why then does it say the word ba'aretz? So the Torah writes ba'aretz to tell me that the chiyuv of this mitzvah is bizman shadrar knowing ba'aretz knowing b'chutzlaret. When you have a din of shiluach avadim in Eretz Yisrael, that's when it's knowing in chutzlaret as well. But ain't draw knowing ba'aretz. But if you don't have a mitzvah of yovel in Eretz Yisrael, namely when you don't have kol yoshveha aleha, right? The mitzvah of Yovel is only when you have kol yoshveha aleha, or at least rov yoshveha aleha, or even if you do have kol yoshveha aleha, but 
uh, they didn't do one of the things that are ma'akiv yovel, like blowing the shofar, or uh, uh, so, so or they were not mishalech liavadim. So then, in a no, it's not going to apply in chutzlaritz either. So the din of shiluach avadim began once we entered Eretz Yisrael, and once it began, it applies everywhere, but only when it's being observed in Eretz Yisrael. Then it applies everywhere. Now we had a machlokas between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Lazar whether chadash, orla, and klayim are knowing in chutzlaritz min haTorah. Right. So we said that according to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai, yes, they are knowing in chutzlaritz min haTorah. Chadash min haTorah, we learn orla and klayim as a kavuchomer from chadash. According to the son, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, no, chadash, orla, and klayim are not min haTorah. Only in chutzlaritz, only shiluach avadim and shmitas ksafim are mitzvos that are uh, that 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 we were only mitzvah when we came into Israel and still apply in chutzlar. So Tanan Hasam, we have a mishnah with a third opinion. Hachadash also min haTorah bekal makom. Chadash is min haTorah everywhere. Orla halacha. The or, uh, the use of orla in chutzlar is halacha. Vaklayim midiversofim and klayim is midiversofim. So my halacha. What do we mean when we say that orla is halacha everywhere? What level is that? Is that Torah? Is that Rabbanan? What are we talking about? So Amar Vidomer Shmuel. So there are two opinions. Amar Vidomer Shmuel Hilchas Medina. It means that the chiyuv of orla in chutzlar is not meikar adin. It's a minig that the bnei chutzlar were were knowing on themselves to be machmir. Ula Amar. That's the way Rashi understands. Tosfos understands that it's a formal derivative. Banan, but either way, it's definitely not Taraisa. Ula Amar of Yochanan, Halachal Moshe Misinai. No, it's Taraisa, it's just not from the Pasuk, it's from Halachal Moshe Misinai. So, three mitzvos with three different levels of Isser. Not like Rabbi Shimon who said they're all Taraisa, not like Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon who said that they're all at most Durabanan. Uh, three mitzvos, three different levels. The Chadash is Minat Torah, Orla is Halacha, which means either Durabanan or Halachal Moshe Misinai, and Klaim is certainly Midivrei Sofrim. So, I'm going to review the Bishop. According to me, that it's halachal moshe misinai. I understand why we would distinguish between safek arla and safek klayim. Where do we see that we make such a distinction? Ditanan. The Mishnah tells me in Maseches Arla, safek arla. If you have safek arla, um, so ba'aretz uh, aser in Eretz Yisrael, safek daraisa l'chumri got to be machmir. Besuria in the lands near Eretz Yisrael, mutter you're allowed to buy uh, the, those fruits that were already picked that are safek arla. Bechutz la'aretz. In Chutzlar, it's not only allowed to buy those fruits that were already picked. Yori velokeach that 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 you're allowed to go into the to the pardes and take them. Ubavachlo yiren velokeach as long as you didn't see the Yisrael who's selling it being malakeach the payrolls from the Yilanos that are vaday arla. But if it's savik arla, you're allowed to take it in Chutzlaris. Viilu gabi klayim tanan. But when it comes to klayim, we learned kerem anatua yaruk. If you have a kerem, if you have klayim, the yaruk nimkar chutzlon. They're selling vegetables outside of that field, so it's a suffix that it's kaleak. You could take it, uh, you could be, you could pick it for, for from that yarek, which is vaday klayim, vaday klayim. As long as you don't take it yourself, because the chum master klayim chutzlaretz, they only ask the zria or lekita be a but not the actual fruit itself. So yet you understand, there's a difference between the two because they're on different levels. El nisni but according to you, that the Yisra of Arla and Chutzlaretz is only because of Minag Medina, and the Yisra of Arla and Klaim are therefore the same. So the Yisra of Arla and Klaim should have the same dinim in Chutzlaretz. So go in one direction or the other, that either they're both Mutter or they're both Asr. So from tomorrow we'll pick up with the answer to that question. Everyone have a wonderful day.